Hey everybody, good evening. It's Thursday night, and once again, we are live. Veep in the building, thank you for tuning in tonight. We have another amazing Implosion show. And for those who don't know, Implosion is basically a show that talks about the power within, not an implosion, but an implosion. We want to know about the power within you that made you successful when things got tough, how you reached your goals when everything seems to be pulling you back. And we like to hear this from artists, from other content creators and whatnot, but overall, just people just saying, hey, this is how I made it and you can too. So tonight we have an amazing young lady who is uh, a member of an amazing group and her name is Aviva. I'm gonna butcher your name, friend, so I'm just telling you now, if I destroy it, you can you can hurt me. Uh, <laughs> Aviva is it Vuvuzela, okay? And she is an award-winning folk artist and multi-instrumentalist, started her musical journey at the age of eight with classical piano, quickly earning national recognition, mastering trumpet, drums, ukulele, and guitar. She is a versatile talent. Her songwriting, beginning at 12, weaves storytelling and social advocacy. Leading, quote, Aviva and the Flying Penguins, she earns the 2017 Artist of the Year accolade for their album, Painted Truth, showcasing her narrative-driven, socially conscious music. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and bring in Aviva. Good evening. <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, it's been a week. It's been a week, it's and um, this is really lifting me up. I appreciate being here. Thank oh, you. Good. Well, thank you for for coming. We appreciate it. Um, we're we're always real laid back. We just like to have a conversation, and you know, if you got something to drink, definitely get yourself something to drink, and just we're gonna chill. <laughs> yeah. So, Aviva, please tell us a little bit about you and where you're from. Wow. Well, I was actually born in Queens. Hey, New York in the house. Yeah, I was only there for like a year or two. And then we moved to Long Island. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so I grew up there. And, you know, near Halls Pond, West Hempstead, Gum Yang, Chinese food. Um, (laughs) I was the captain of cheerleading in high school, believe it or not. Played badminton, tennis. Volleyball, basketball, broke my finger a couple times, jumping over the waves, dribbling down that basketball. (laughs) I was in the chess club and, you know, I played the trumpet. Definitely was a band girl, obviously. Hmm. So, yeah, it's a little little taste of of Viva Vuvuzela. (laughs) Vuvuzela, so okay. Uh, Describe the origin of your name. So, Aviva is Hebrew. It's actually officially my middle name and my Hebrew name. So it's like my spirit name. And okay. it means spring, like springtime, like the season. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Like Tel Aviv means city of spring, but city is masculine. So you don't add the ah. Aviva <laughs> is feminine for my name. That is cool. <laughs> I love that. So I wanted to ask you. When it comes to your music, if your music had a flavor, what would it taste like? Oh, it would taste like a lime lollipop, but only a few lick, licks 
And then we would like dive into like the most amazing dinner you've ever had. So, so it goes from sweet to like a good wholesome meal. Yes. I can like, respect it's, it's a little bit sugar coated. It's got some pop flavors, but then when I take it all out, it's just like, you know, slow cooked brown rice with some steamed vegetables, maybe some like crock pot chicken. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is the most unusual place that you found inspiration for a song? Well, there was a very, this, 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 I just want to share this. It's not where my song was inspired, but mm-hmm. it is the same uh, week. I think it, and inspired this song but i did a performance in a cave once and we all took this hike and we went down this hole and then i performed in a cave for a group of people and that group of people that i performed for um were people i was cooking for at an earthen building um workshop and it was at the earthen building workshop when i was cooking in the kitchen where i had an inspiration for a song and so I didn't have anything to write on. And there was my tomato box that I had all my tomatoes in. So mm-hmm. I wrote Mud Love. Hmm. It's going to oh, be on the next cool. album. <clears throat> Where was this cave located? Tennessee. Tennessee. Okay. I didn't know they had caves in Tennessee. So oh, they have a lot of caving. This was like, um, was it bird song? But it's kind of near... Like between Nashville and Knoxville, kind of. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you could swap lives with a musician for a day, who would they be and why? Jason Moraz. Because I think he knows a lot about arranging music. Mm-hmm. And by staying out of the BS of the music industry, how does he navigate that? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that is a challenge for sure. The um now you play several instruments. If your instruments could talk, what stories would they tell about you? She is so neurotic. She protects me like an overprotective bear. She never has enough if she she she's struggled to have proper cases for us but now she does and she's a really good mama and now she's so protective she doesn't even let sweaty hands touch us and we like that because we like being cozy with our mommy <laughs> joey huh that's hey aviva what's up joey nice to see you brother <laughs> he asked are you going to play Oh, he's putting you on the spot. <laughs> Everything is playing. I am playing right now, but yeah, I am totally down with playing if y'all want me to. I think we're just chilling, though. It's up to you. We, we're, Like I said, we're just here to have a wonderful conversation, and if that moves you, by all means. What? Maybe we can write a song together, live. Hmm. I'm not opposed to it. What is the weirdest instrument you've ever played, and did you master it? Not yet. I'm working on the Mizmar right now, and I've gotten, like, four different versions so far. The fourth one is finally, like, a proper one, but, you know, it's 
to get a really well-made Mismar, it's probably thousands of dollars, but mm. the one I have is pretty good. Um, I have definitely not mastered it and I haven't practiced it probably in a year, but I can try to blow it tonight. We'll see. It sounds it like, uh, it's one of the first instruments that was ever created in humankind. It was like, in addition to drums around the campfire, they used it to scare animals away because it's like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what, so what is it like? Is it a horned instrument? It's like a cross between a clarinet and a horn, maybe. Mm. My producer at the time, or co-producer, Jim, he was like, I think you really need clarinet on this song. I don't remember if it was Gift still working on the album long story um but he's like i can really hear oboe and i thought to myself oboe just isn't like what i'm feeling maybe he's tapping into he's channeling an idea that's coming a little deeper like what was the original oboe and it was like the mismar i was like that might work hmm. okay very interesting <laughs> so if your life was a movie, what genre would it be? And what would the soundtrack sound like? It would be like an adventure movie. Mm -hmm. And where, I don't know, not really Cheech and Chong, but um, <laughs> something very adventurous and random. Kind of like a cross between Austin Powers, but but not like the crazy unhinged stuff, but just the fun stuff. And the sound would be like, I don't know. I'd have to sit down on a keyboard and figure that one out. Well, that sounds good so far. Okay. <laughs> What um? What's your go-to song for karaoke nights? Oops, I did it again. Britney Spears. Okay. <laughs> I just like doing that for fun. I respect that. Well, I tell you what. What we're going to do is we're going to showcase one of your songs, and you told me to pick whatever I wish, so I did, and. This one, you're actually doing a cover song, which I thought you did an amazing job. And this is Aviva, and she is doing a Fleetwood Mac song called Dreams. Let's check it out.
First of all, those sparkle boots were on point. Love, love, <laughs> the, boots. love the boots. Target, um, you know, girls, we always have to say when we get our stuff. <laughs> Gotta hook our sisters up. <laughs> no doubt. So tell me, what made you take an interest in singing that song and most of all recording it? I want to shout out to my buddy Cortez. Please. Um, I sing with his band sometime and mm. uh, I learned that song for a few gigs that we had with him and then I jammed on it with my buddy Trinity because you know I'm so not a cover person and mm -hmm. just because it doesn't totally like certain songs really do fill my cup but it's like a different vibration than when I do my own songs so mm -hmm. I mostly learn it for other people um, so yeah just uh, gratitude to my friends who like singing covers with me no doubt that song is such a classic because it is. I, I feel I've been around a little bit longer than you have, but I remember <laughs> Stevie Nicks singing that song, and I loved wow. it. Well, it was I, one of my favorite CDs growing up. I would listen to like um, the chain over and over again. Mm -hmm. Again, the chain. I even like choreographed a whole dance to it, and I was about to do it for our like sixth grade lip sync, no seventh grade lip sync contest. And then like I choreographed this whole thing with my best friend at the time. 
And then mm-hmm. she bailed on me in rehearsals and just wanted to like <laughs> show up and do it. And I'm like, no, I was like such a perfectionist. So instead I did Papa Don't Preach by Madonna. And she was so pissed wow. at me, but I won. <laughs> I won third place. I did this whole thing. Papa Don't Preach. <laughs> so Sorez Music says, Aviva, your beautiful voice matches your beautiful spirit. What is your opinion on technology and music? Does it help? Or hinder is creativity. Sometimes you have to become that technology. I like like everything. As long as it's not hateful. Like, I love expressing. I would do a freaking heavy metal CD if I had an opportunity to work with a producer in heavy metal. So, I mean, even when I was a kid, I was doing sampling. I loved it. I'd be like, banana. And then I'd go, and then I'd add a beat. Banana, banana, banana. You know, I'm down. Okay. So Actually, you're open you, can, you can hear my 12 year old's um, tape on Spotify. I released it. It's super bad quality, but I'm like, I got to get her voice out there because she's got some good messages. That's cool. And that Dance With Me is like, it has tech, you know, a little bit of tech in it. Mm hmm. I did a, a tech song with, um, in, what is it called? EDM with my friend Sarah last year. We produced it. Nice. Mm-hmm. I love that you have such a wide range of taste. It's you're not put into a box. Yeah. I mean, no record label would like that, but I'm down exactly. with it. <laughs> I'm all about being mm-hmm. a chameleon. That was my favorite animal growing up. I like all the colors. So someone says Viva, uh, Real American Mammoth says Viva featuring corn. <laughs> That's <laughs> not. <laughs> That's corn not on the cow. <laughs> so, so Aviva, if you could travel, time travel to any musical era, which one would you choose and why? Mm, I want to hang out with some really raw New Orleans jazz musicians. I don't know what year that is. What would you say the year it was like the hottest in the rust? I might have to consult Deere on that one. He I mean, the me. 90s are probably still pretty solid, but mm-hmm. I mean, the 20s, the 30s. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I mean, that stuff is like liquid gold swallowing that up vibrationally. Don't you agree? Mm-hmm. I mean, if I could just stand next to one of those trumpet players and just do one every once in a while and then just ride their wave of like go you know, <laughs> so down throw me some crawfish while we're at it <laughs> there you go by any chance have you yeah. heard what is the craziest rumor you've ever heard about yourself you have fun questions i heard that i slept Ooh. around when i was still a virgin <laughs> well you know how that goes <laughs> that's <laughs> That's high school. Of course, the one that gets rejected is the one that makes up the rumors, right? (laughs) So I've heard. (laughs) (laughs) If you could perform a duet with any historical figure, who would it be? George Washington. Seriously. He was high all the time. And he was picking that cannabis and made it into ammunition. And I would like write a song for us and he'd be like blowing up stuff in the background and being like, we are the revolution. And I'd be like, freedom. (laughs) 
Fair enough. That's how we're here. Got to be grateful. There it ancestors. is. Ancestors. Besides that, I just like to sit around the campfire and connect with my ancestral, you know, sacred music. Okay. What's your guilty pleasure song that you blast when no one's around? Oh, you have such fun questions. One, pick up the phone. I don't know why I can't remember the words right now, but Dua Lipa. That sounds so familiar. I'm trying to remember that uh, song. <laughs> it's hard because you got music going on. It's like, a- <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> you ain't getting down. <laughs> <laughs> He did have a hemp plantation. That was not a cherry tree that he chopped down. I'm responding. Yeah. I see John's comment. I know it's not yeah. on the screen, but that is what that's what he said. George Washington. Yeah, he yeah, had a his, hemp plantation. His dad was like, "Chop me off some cherry cannabis." Not a cherry tree. We didn't even have cherry trees. You could tell so, I'm a cannabis educator, activist. Oh, nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that at all. The uh, Real American Mammoth asks, what's your favorite funk band? Oh my god, there's so many. I don't, I can't, I can't say. Like, play <laughs> me some funk. I'm down. Yeah. I'm like, I so, that's why I like, one of the reasons why, pa- uh, well, Painted Truth is done, our award-winning album, but I'm still working on Key of You. And I have a song on there that I want to be a funk song, and I haven't quite wrapped my head around how to produce it maybe joey can help me it's called bump 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 and it's so funky i mean it has meters flavors i think so i mean i guess maybe but meters isn't my favorite but they're one of my favorite like i don't have a favorite i can't pick (laughs) i understand that um if you could rename your band to reflect your current mood what would you call it Flowers are growing in the doo doo. <laughs> now that's a name for you. <laughs> <laughs> as a creative person, Soul Res is asking, as a creative person, what makes you nervous? Jail. Walking into the Capitol, testifying, courtrooms, because there's no creativity there. I try to bring it. Yeah. Being around my family. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. We all have those, you know, we all feel like black sheep sometimes. I got you. Uh, let's see I here. Black sheep. Have you any Yes, sir. Yes. Now that's some good insulation right there. That's old school right there. I, just, I remember that. We if should you do could. Max, yeah. That'd be, a cool, that? that'd be a cool hip-hop song. You know how they use nursery rhymes sometimes? Mm-hmm. We'll keep it clean, though. <laughs> no doubt. If you could have any musician narrate your life, who would it be and why? I'm going to choose you. Are you a musician? Um, No. I'm just a veep. <laughs> I just love how you're talking. Oh, thank you. A musician narrate my life. Man, it'd be super cool to have Willie Nelson, but he's not my choice. It's just a a brainstorm. Um, Mm -hmm. I I don't think, I think I need someone 
even more chill in a way. Like, I don't know, y'all. Who's most like him as a musician? He's just got such a cool, chill vibe. I'd love him to tell my story. Thank um, you. Hmm. No, my man Joey was pretty chilled. He came on here with his little mirror, mirror shades and his cap. He, he, he is. He is. I still wouldn't choose him, though. There's someone else better. This is the toughest question you've had all night. I'm sorry. Um, oh, don't apologize. We like challenges. <laughs> um, maybe come back to it later. Fair enough. <laughs> so, Rez asks, who's a musician you'd love to get high with? <clears throat> wow. You know, and, and don't let me fool you. I talk a lot about cannabis, but I don't get high that much. So, it'd have to be someone that I might want to jam with when we're getting high or I might want to chat with them. I mean, I think, think, do they have to be alive? No, it's any musician. I'm Bob Marley. Bob Marley. That would be a dope. Dope conversation right there. <clears throat> now, how do you balance the various genres within your music while maintaining a cohesive sound? Maybe primal therapy. <gasps> Everything is like emotional. And mm-hmm. I don't think I have necessarily a cohesive sound. Um, I think it's okay to have different sounds but i guess my soul shines through all of it and that's what sticks it all together like glue there it is kitty cat's talking over here (laughs) come on kitty cat so i tell you what aviva what we're going to do all of our podcasts we show we showcase our blast artists those who register with blast who also get exposure and we take all of our podcasts that we have on our YouTube channel, the opportunity to showcase a video or a song. And I have an artist for you tonight I'd like you to hear. I believe I played this for Joey, to be exact. But anyway, this young lady, based in Chicago, an amazing bluesy type of player. Her name is Kelsey Martinez, and this is called Let Me Love You. Right here. This is a new one called Let Me Love You.
Yes, indeed. That was love Kelsey Martinez, <laughs> the Kelty Martinez band, and that was Let Me Love You. And if you are an independent artist or a spoken word poet or even up and coming comedian looking for some exposure, you can go to BlastMusic247.com and register for free. But the beautiful thing is Blast needs the fans. So you fans that love great music, just like that from Kelsey, you also can go to BlastMusic247.com, register as a fan, and have access to hundreds and hundreds of independent music. Blasts changing the industry one artist at a time. Cool. Boom. So you like that, huh? Yeah, Kelsey's awesome. I call her my my Pat Benatar 2.0. <laughs> She's real cool. She's cool people. All righty. So let's see what else we got here. Uh, what genre outside of folk has influenced your music the most and how does it manifest in your songs? I honestly think like singing in Temple growing up has influenced my song so much and my songwriting because it's not really about a specific chord sequence. I just really write the songs and let the chords flow. And a lot of times I feel like it's ancient melodies flowing through me. Mm. Does it take a long time for you to write songs? Like when you compose? Only if I overthink it. Usually it just comes out like, like an emotion. Like going to the bathroom, you know, like, boom, done. And sometimes, like a birth also, it's like, I've had some really good midwives around me. Like I was dating this guy once and we had dinner plans, but he was really, really respected my creative process. And I said, I have a song coming out of me. So instead of me cooking for him, he cooked for me and I just stayed there. It was actually the song Change. Maybe we could play it, but I just literally 
worked it and he just left me alone you know he just that's exactly what he had to do and I just like the chords came out of me and I wrote change and he was like I was so honored to witness all that it was just such a beautiful experience because usually I have to be totally alone to write a song Mm -hmm. so it was because it is like you know you need to not be disturbed and affected mm-hmm. when that's being channeled or it can go away it's like kind of like if, when you're talking to someone and you're like i forgot what i was just gonna say so you you really lock in because you can get distracted easy if i'm around people if i'm yeah. like if i don't think i'm obligated to be social and i'm just at my piano or whatnot mm-hmm. i am so focused I will, you can come right up to me and then be like, boo. And I'd be like, oh my God, I didn't even hear you coming. So I'm, it's not that I'm distracted easily. It's that if I, if it's a very, I get in my zone when I'm alone. And that was a very unusual situation where I was in my zone and he let me stay there. Mm, that's cool. People that respect the gift and know where to keep their boundaries. I like that. Mm-hmm. Can you share? Oh, excuse me. Go ahead. Um, Soul Red says, do you prefer recording or live performances and why? You know what? I think that I, my, my answer is can be different depending on the circumstance. Like right now, I'm going to tell the universe I prefer recording because I've been doing live way more and it's not balanced and I want to be in the studio more. So I think it's 50-50. But right now I'm studio deprived. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. <That laughs> and, and why? And what? I mean, I love them both so much. I love performing live because everyone knows it's the most amazing rush to just get it out there and connect with the people and they feel yes. it. But mm-hmm. it's not always like that. So. No, I got you. I got when you're you. in the studio. It's like you're creating this magic. And it's exciting. It's like sculpting something mm-hmm. and making it sound so good and sparkly and putting a really nice frame around it. So it's super palatable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool. Can you and share? It, a and it won't get and it won't get messed up. You know, it's like when you perform live, it's just like out there when you record. It's like you put this frame so that the picture won't get torn by spilling something on it or whatever. <laughs> no, I feel you. Um, can you share a story of a song that started in one genre, but ended up in another during the creative process? Yeah, I don't know if you'd call it a creative process, but I wrote this love song or a fight song about this guy I was dating and it was pop style. I actually wrote it on a keyboard. I don't want to fight. And then I got a gig at a reggae festival, so I reggified it. I don't even remember the pop version. No, I just do it reggae style. Bet you that is real nice. Um, uh, yeah, it's going to be on you. I <laughs> don't want to fight, but I might. Oh, if the weather don't get bad. <laughs> Glass Radio asked, what is your zodiac sign? I think it's Leo. I'm on the cusp of Leo and Virgo. I am a galactic monkey, I think, in Mayan astrology. Is that what it is? I don't remember. Mm. Okay. Galactic eagle. Galactic eagle. Yeah. All right. 
Um, how do you think your multi-genre approach challenges traditional notions of folk music? Well, I think traditional notions of folk music is like a guy on his guitar telling a story or, you know, country, like being out in the country and doing, I don't know, Appalachian stuff or and my version of folk music is i'm singing for the people it doesn't matter the genre i'm singing for you i'm not singing to sell coca-cola i'm not singing for corporations i'm not singing for prison industry i'm not trying to get you to strip and do drugs i'm just trying to sing my heart out and power to the people well blast radio said galactic monkeys is a great band to me <laughs> do it Real American Mammoth asks, who is your favorite comedian? Again, I'm not good with favorites, but I will say I've been so into indie comedians online. I'm super mm -hmm. into YouTube comedians like Nikki Howard and Awaken with JP, Blake Rosier. I don't know if I'm saying that right. You know, there's just so many funny kids out there. You know, they're adults, but yeah, mm -hmm. I'm a huge... You know, Dana Carvey fan. I love a lot of comedians. Adam Sandler's great. You know, there's so many yeah. funny people out there. <laughs> yeah, I like Adam Sandler. What is your most surprising genre fusion you've experimented with in your music? Hmm. I try to fuse Middle Eastern beats sometimes with reggae songs, reggae-ish songs. Like I have this song called, um, dang, what is it called? <laughs> Love is the most important thing we got. I think that might, that might be too long. I, maybe it's just called that we got. And it's like, love is the most important thing that we got. So let's get it right. Come on, guys. Love is the most important thing that we got. So let's get it right now. Love is the most important thing that we got. So let's get it right now. And then I go into this. And I guess that could be like reggae too. But I feel like I almost wanted it to be like almost Balinese ketchup. Like, like I don't know. I like to try crazy things. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Do you find that different genres allow you to explore different themes or emotions in your songs? Definitely. Like that switch, like it's like you become hi more hyper suddenly. Mm -hmm. It's like we're like chill being like love is the most important thing. And now it's like, let's just run in place for like five minutes straight. And get out that energy like a little kid. <laughs> All right. Um, how do you navigate audience expectations when your music spans multiple genres? Yeah, that's a challenge. I leave that up to my booking agent or producer, I guess. <laughs> I let them tell me what they want to hear. What do y'all want to hear next? All right. Oh, I respect that. I respect that. So, 
I'll tell you what, Ms. Aviva, we're going to go ahead and play your next song that we have here. And let's see here. The name of this one is... This one actually is uh, Aviva and the Flying Penguins, and this is Colorado in July. Oh, yeah. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Aviva and... tickets we're going to colorado in july oh you and i
That is an awesome video. It looked like you Thank guys. You. Shout out to James Denham, videographer. <laughs> he did, so I cried please. when he showed me the finished product. You know, I worked so hard on it. The costumes, the directing. Mm -hmm. you know, I did. I worked so hard on that. I got my mom to fly out and dance in it, which was not easy. I had to send her a pair of boots. So tell us about the production of the song and shout out to those that helped make that song. Yeah, that is the first and only release right now from Key of You. That is the next generation of Flying Penguins right there. Shout out to Jim Zampano, who did a lot of help with producing that song. Um, we got some great artists on it. We got you know my drummer, Andre. He's incredible. And... Um, it, yeah, we've got Ted Pettis, who was in the video, playing harmonica. Kitty Cat's being a little distracting right now. Um, we've got Alan Dinan on the piano, which we tuned down to 432 hertz for the album. But on that specific day, they tuned it back up to 440, the day of our recording. So we had to, like, digitally tune it down. That was mm -hmm. interesting because I recorded in 432 um yeah we got um so many people i can't remember names right now but if you look at the video on aviva sings out um i give everyone credit in the credits there you go right there uh subscribe to aviva sings out for more fun vids yeah that's, that's on the youtube is. channel mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so res asks what do you do to recharge your creative batteries I walk barefoot in the woods, and I also do something that I call matrix therapy, which is inner child work, where I literally peel back the layers of onion of my emotional suppression. And it's I write so many songs while I'm doing that therapy. It's insane. I have like piles, hundreds of songs I haven't even like put out that I just scribble down while I'm releasing my raw emotions. Hmm. If I may ask you, how many members are there in the Flying Penguins? Oh, nice shirt. Now that you sat back. So cool. Um, well, I mean, it depends. Like, ultimately, I'd like a whole symphony. But, you know, the bass, the drums, the Zulu brothers, that's the main thing. And then sometimes we get, you know, Chinitha on bone. And some other artists to sit in with us, cello, strings. Just depends. Revolving. It can be a big a big group sometimes, huh? They fluctuate. Oh yeah. Just, you know, that's like a it's like a musical. You just cast it for the tour. Gotcha. Um, what role does improvisation improvisation, excuse me, play in your performances, especially when blending different genres? I could do that more. I could do a little more with improv. Right now, I love rehearsing. That's one of my favorite things. But the improvs come when we do solos and, we, and we're connecting with the crowd. And I do design some songs to be like, okay, guys, we're going to improv for like five measures here or whatever. And then when I do this with my hand or whatever, we're going to jump back into the song. Mm -hmm. Kitty cat, if you're gonna make noise, then you—I want everyone to see your pretty face. 
Uh, have you ever faced resistance from traditional folk music fans due to your multi multi genre approach? And how do you respond to that? Maybe behind my back. I haven't. I mean, I'm sure people um, have issues with all different kinds of things because mm -hmm. people like what they're used to and what they're comfortable with. But no one's been like, "How dare you call yourself a folk artist? You're fake." <laughs> no one's done that to me. I can't Take think that. of. A... <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't know why I did that in like a Russian accent. My grandma's Russian, but she didn't even talk like that. So can you describe a collaboration with an artist from a completely different genre and how it influenced your music? Mm. I try not to let people influence my music, but there was this samba artist once, this, you know, culture, what do you call that? Latin cultural music. And he came up to me after I like performed I Don't Want to Fight and like a couple other songs. Uh, and he was like, you need more happy songs. Because <laughs> I had very dramatic songs. He's like, you need to give people more of a rainbow ride. He didn't say rainbow ride. I'm saying that. He's like, you need to ride our emotions more. Like, don't just bring us down. Mm. And I let him influence me. And sometimes I regret it because it's like, the emo scene was like really hot at the time. And I probably could have gotten more gigs if I just stayed dark. But uh, no, I appreciate being positive. Fair enough. Soul Res Music asks, what other artistic aspirations do you have? I could really see you acting in a movie someday. Well, I mean, you can go on Netflix right now and see me act in movies. I love acting. I've been in a couple not major roles, but um, but I'm out there. I love acting. That is legit. Would that be a substitute for what you would do if one day? Like music, going to acting? Oh, I'll do it all. I actually was in acting school when I moved to Atlanta. And then I started doing music again. I hadn't done music in like five years. And I was like, oh, thank God, my first love. Let me just do this. But I was in a bunch of plays here, and I still sometimes get asked to do little roles here and there. And then I've got my YouTube outlet where I do little skits sometimes, and I and my music videos, of course. Like, if you wanted to pull up one where I really did some acting, Love Unspoken is very dramatic. Okay. I know we probably only have, I don't know how long we've got. We probably only have a few minutes left, but. Yeah, we are, we're as Descending the plane, if you will. Um, are there any genres you haven't explored yet, but are eager to incorporate in your music? Yeah, like funk. I have not fully explored it. Um, like, I want to so badly. Nice. Um, let me see here. Forgive me. Um... What advice would you give emerging artists who are interested in exploring multiple genres in their music? Be patient, follow your heart, hang out with people who inspire you, practice and work hard. I like it. And the last question for the night, 
In your opinion, what is the most powerful aspect of blending genres within folk music? Because you get to tell your story with no limitations. Mm -hmm. I actually have one more question to add to that. How important has being an independent artist been for you? More important than I realize. You know, I've, I've had to say no a lot because my heart felt it was wrong and I've turned down money and I've turned down perhaps fame, mm. or perhaps just the seduction of fame. Um, and it's not only been amazing for my music and honoring my music, but also my inner happiness. And I could write with limitations I mean, we all have done that, you know, in school and projects and I've written for other artists before. I don't think I've gotten credit for it, but I've worked with production teams before. Mm -hmm. It's just not the same as just the pure, the pure writing. It's a therapy that's worth more than gold because we need a lot of therapy. This is a crazy world. Yeah. Very I mean, I, being famous and rich that'd be great but that's not better than singing my own songs and i hope i you know start to make some money at this if it's meant to be but i'm not going to change in order to well i heard that i respect that <laughs> it, i have a I song know. about that too of course it's called keep our souls <laughs> i appreciate that <laughs> So Aviva, let the people know how they can find you. Well, I've been commenting in the chat as Aviva sings out. That's where you can find me more than the band page. The band page is just kind of like a moderator. Not much is uploaded there right now. One day. Um, I have an email. It's my band, Aviva and the Flying Penguins at yahoo.com. You can okay. find me on Facebook, Aviva Vuvuzela. Um, or Aviva Flying Penguins actually is the one that I'm not locked out of right now. <laughs> I'm locked out of Instagram right now. I don't know. They want some me to, me to do some kind of approval thing I don't feel like doing. Mm. Um, and yeah, Aviva Flying Penguins on Insta. But email is really the best. Or come see me. Right now in Atlanta, I've been playing in a coffee shop every Saturday, 3 to 5. Golden Drops Cafe. Best coffee in the city. Pretty good nice. empanadas too. Cuban sandwiches. Hearing the empanada sounds so good. I haven't eaten yet. <laughs> oh, you should come on Saturday. Just what? You're in Texas? Mm -mm, I'm in oh. Florida. Oh, Florida. Uh, the, the president's in Texas. Oh. I'm just the Veep. Well, what part <laughs> of Florida? It's not too far. I'm, a, I'm uh, outside Orlando. It's about eight oh. hours from Atlanta. Oh, it's not bad. <laughs> not bad. I hate driving. <laughs> Yeah, good so, driver. <laughs> I would, I would, I would fly just so I can get there quicker. That's just me. I'm impatient. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you can also listen to our music streaming on Spotify. You know, Viva and the Flying Penguins. I've got two different pages because I published with two different companies. Um, yeah, so you could be like Alexa, play a Viva and the Flying Penguins. <laughs> cool. All right. So, Miss Viva, before. You know, when we get finished, could you stick around 
don't don't leave us yet. So after the show, we can chat with you. Sure. And thank you. I need to feed my kitty cat real quick first. (laughs) That's fine. Thank you for uh, spending this time with me. I appreciate you uh, sacrificing. You made my week. You have no idea. I really don't. So you can definitely elaborate it to me. So I appreciate that. You go by Troy? Is that? Mm -hmm. That's my government name. You go by Saha. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Troy. I appreciate you and Blast. And it's great what you're doing for Indy. Why, thank you. Thank you very much. And we thank Mr. Joey for uh, bringing you to our attention. Yeah, Joey. Shout out. Yeah, he's producing two of our songs. He's a good dude. Watch out. I appreciate you, Joey. Um, we I also thank everyone else that has come and chill with us. And if you're not a member, please subscribe to the channel. We have many podcasts. I'm one of many that are showcasing every week. So check us out to see what may tickle your fancy. And um, please like and comment. And that's pretty much it for tonight. We will be again. We'll be back here again next week. Uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Central. Definitely tell a friend. And all I have to say is, please be kind. Celebrate the difference to make a difference. Love you guys. See you next week. Peace.